So, welcome back to episode four of Off the Rails, while we've made it this far. Every time I do an episode, I'm like, kind of gagged, like, damn, we still doing this? I don't know, something fun to do, I need a hobby, so let's keep it pushing. But you know what, this week has been better than last week. I mean, it's actually been kind of the same-ish week, because I recorded last episode on Monday, and now it's Saturday. It's been the same-ish week, but the week is now over, and... I don't know why I was having like a crisis last last week. It's still this week. God, mood. The night changes. Shadow One Direction, but um, yeah, I was really having a crisis on Monday. I guess it was just because it was my first day back. I was like, damn, what is life? But I went to every single lecture this week. I don't think people really can grasp how crazy. I've never in my entire college career gone every single day to every single lecture like never first year second like never i don't know why actually i do know why i am a lazy girl but yeah i just never sometimes i'll just miss a class on the first first day even sometimes i'm like you know i'm not going in for that i've never like you would think on the first week of like of the semester of each semester you would just go see what's popping but my mindset is i was like ah sure it's just an introduction they don't do introductions really anymore. They kind of dive right into it, so shouldn't be missing those anymore. But yeah, I went in every single day, went to every class. I mean, I'm not in on Fridays. I've never been on a Friday. I just purposely choose not to come in on Fridays because I know I will never go. Um, so yeah, shout out to me. Thank God I did that. I'm so proud of myself. I want to keep it pushing. I've become such an iPad girly. Like I have all my notes on my iPad. I done good notes. I got notability, but that shit was, like, so bad. And everybody praises it. It's, like, $17.99 on the Apple Store. Worst $17.99 I ever paid, but I did get it returned to me because I complained. It was so glitchy, like, but good notes is so much better. So, I have all my notes there. I'm really organized. I'm really getting my shit together. I got my pen. The only thing is I hate that the pen makes noise because I'm, like, I don't want to be in my lecture. Like, everyone just hears me tap, tap, tapping. But I guess people are tapping on their laptop, so it's fine. But I don't know. There's just something, like, so, oh, my God, she thinks she's so good because she has an iPad and she's an iPad girly. Like, that's just how my mind works. Um, so, yeah, I do. I want to get one of those, like, screen protectors that make it sound like a pencil when you write on it or I could just get the apple pen but that's 90 euro and I'm not doing that I don't have 90 euro to spare I mean it would be an investment I guess but no if I had a job maybe I would but nah I'm not there yet I'm not on that level of iPad because I'm like what if I kind of give up on this but I don't think I will because it is really fun to write on the iPad so yeah that is I'm gonna be an academic weapon I'm gonna go to all my lectures I'm gonna I, I need to come up with like a reward system you know the reward should be, you know, that I'm getting smarter and I'm getting my degree, but unfortunately that's not enough. So I need to come up, like, with something. I need to go out more so that it's, like, a little reward, you know, treat myself a little drink or something. I'm gonna have to come up with something for that because at the moment I'm drawing a blank. But yeah, it's been a crazy few days. A really crazy few days, actually, because let me start off with... I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name Jurgen Klopp or Jurgen. I want to say Jurgen because he's... Where's he from? Let me Google. Yeah, so his name is Jurgen Klopp. He is the manager of Liverpool. I think he's been the manager for about eight or nine years. 
I'm not a fan of Liverpool. I've never been. I've always been a Man U girl because when my uncle used to live with me when I was a kid, he used to like, it would be Man U, Man U, Man U. Manchester United is that girl. I mean, hasn't been that girl for many, many years. But back in the day, they were number one. They were on top. You couldn't, undisputed Alex Ferguson type energy back then. But, alas, I did know about this manager because I saw this video of this... <sighs> this little kid singing at like their anthem or whatever for the club and he was like crying so then Jurgen brought him to the club gave him a little tour and even he was crying and it was just it was really I was sobbing actually watching this video on TikTok not gonna lie to you but yeah seemed like a very nice guy so obviously he he announced that he's leaving crazy but also he's like 60 or something so you know well, fair enough he looks very well for his age so he looks a little too good actually hit me up i mean he has a wife so let me not get too crazy on the on the potty but yeah he's leaving and some of these reactions oh my god do you know let me not judge too hard but the boys are having a time like they're really stressing they're crying they're really going through it but and i'm was first i was like this is a little silly now like get a grip do you know what i mean but actually this is exactly how it felt when Zayn left One Direction. Like, seriously, everybody remembers where they were. 2015, like, I was in first year. Like, it was serious, do you know what I mean? And back then, I, in first year, I wasn't even as diehard of a fan as I was back in, like, when I was in fourth, third class, fourth class. Like, that was, like, my second, third, fourth were, like, my peak obsession. But even in first year, I was like, oh, whoa. I can't believe this is what's going on, you know? So I can't even judge them because the way that the men are having their meltdowns is exactly how the, the girls were doing it. Exactly. So now, the thing is, men are always judge women and they're like, you're such a fan girl or whatever, judging us for liking bands and all these like male pop stars. First of all, these male pop stars like generate so much money because of how crazy these fans are. But also, this is how men be for footballers. Like, men are fangirls when it comes to football. It's kind of embarrassing, but I like can't judge because, again, I don't think I'm a fangirl for anybody. But it's a thing, you know what I mean? So I, I, I'm trying not to judge them too hard because some of these videos are very, like, oh, my God, get a grip, like, crying, like, can't go into work. There's this, But there's this one video that was really cute that exactly reminded me of the Jose situation is he announced that he's leaving because you know the stress got to him or like it's time now he's tired i think he said and some interviewer went and saw this truck driver and asked him how do you feel about the news that Jurgen Klopp's leaving and he was like you know what I was actually just worried for him for him like i was just hoping that he's okay like did the stress get to him all of these things and i was like that's it that's the exact same situation with Zayn that he just got tired he got too stressed and all the girls were saying I hope he's okay, I hope the stress didn't get to him, like, praying for him, you know, like, football fans, One Direction fans, or Liverpool, Liverpool fans, One Direction fans, like, forever intertwined now, forever intertwined, so, they can't, they can't dog us ever again, shout out One Direction, I actually started listening to them again, because of this, because I had this thought, I was like, you know what, let me tune in, so many good songs, no control, come off it, what a feeling come off it drag me down and you know what i was i looked at um a song came on olivia and shout out to olivia my bestie i just a wave of jealousy hit me because i'm like you know that's so crazy that you're a one direction fan and then there's a song named after you like 
and I love this song. I don't know if she likes it, but I love this song. So I'm just like, damn, to get the song. And it's like, I love you, Olivia. Like, imagine being a teen and you're naming Olivia. And then Diana, like, imagine, oh, I, sh I guess my name's D. So like, if I just, you know, pretend that the D's for Diana, maybe I can relate a little bit. But no. Anyway, girls with a One Direction song named after them. Very lucky, very blessed. A girl could dream. A girl could really dream. But, oh, to be obsessed with a band or a musician like that again, I would do anything. But actually, speaking about being obsessed with. Obsessed? What the hell is that? Whatever. Guess I just have. Oh my god, what are those people called? They don't have a stutter. It's like a lisp. God, imagine having a lisp. No, no offense to the lisp havers out there. I just don't know if I have the. The mental health and the mental strength to go through with something like that in life moving on i really got off track there but speaking about being obsessed with musicians oh my god hiss by megan the stallion just dropped <sighs> she came out swinging hold on let me get my phone so that i can read some of these lyrics out to you Okay, so this whole thing is really wild because I, for so long, and I'm still not even quite sure why there's beef between Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj. The streets are saying it's because Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, I still don't even know why they're beefing, but Cardi B and Nicki Minaj were beefing for so long and then Megan made a song with Cardi B, WAP, blew up, literally was the song of the summer, it was like my number two or something on Spotify wrapped, um, blew up and I think Nikki apparently was really jealous and hated that and just bitter, she's such a bitter lady, it's such a shame because she's actually like really talented but she's so bitter and like so old now and it's like girl, let the new girls have their cake, you know, let them enjoy, you know she's crazy. So Megan in her song said, don't be mad at Megan, be mad at Megan's law. I don't even know what the problem is, but I guarantee y'all don't want me to start. I was like, I didn't know what that meant. I was like, okay, Megan's law, let's Google. Megan's law is what requires sex offenders to register. <laughs> and if you didn't know, Nicki Minaj's husband and her brother are registered sex offenders do you know how crazy that is like for i've known about Nicki minaj's husband for like since they got together i don't know why she one married him are they married i'm pretty sure they're married and then had a baby with him you know like this was all common knowledge when they got together so i'm like you knew this and still went for it and she's still defending him and like i looked at the transcripts from when he went to court over this he admitted it like and she's like he was 15 like you know people lie her story changed so much he admitted it so it's not really a conversation it's not a discussion he has to, he can't be near elementary schools like he's a registered sex he can't go to parks like he is a registered sex offender like and the fact that she's even rebuked like what is the word debating this is crazy because it's a known fact you know what i mean so I'm not really understanding where she thinks she can go from here. And she thinks, like, her comeback is, she said, bad bitch, she like six foot, I call her big foot, that bitch fell off, I said, get up on your good foot. 
your husband's is your husband and your brother are registered sex offenders and your response is megan you're a bad bitch but you're tall and you got shot in the foot mind you that's not even a good bar and the meaning is terrible like yeah she did get shot in the foot first nikki said she was lying okay but now it's true and you're trying to dog her for it does that even make sense to you nikki does that make sense to you nikki that doesn't like be fucking for real like actually be fucking for real she's so fucking dumb i if i was and megan's being so chill about it like she's better than me i would have been going crazy but i guess she did go crazy and the thing is it's like why is and Nicki Minaj just tweeting so much i'm like get into the get into the studio release a song like you're a rapper not a tweeter you know get into the studio it's pathetic and the thing with her brother i didn't even know nikki's brother was a registered sex offender but apparently he molested his 11 year old stepdaughter like she's surrounding herself with sickos and obviously you can't be you're not like you know i'm not my husband's keeper and i'm like you're not responsible for what your family does i mean in the situation with the husband she'd like she should never have married him and had a child with him but with the situation with her brother she paid for his bills she defended him still his her mom like put up collateral for bail so that he could get out very sick and twisted family like seriously and also the way she's dogging megan about being shot in the foot like that doesn't even make sense because when meek mill put his hands on her she was trying to get sympathy so it's like do you care about men beating on women or do you not you know, it doesn't even make sense. I just, I think it's ridiculous. And barbs are going crazy. This is why I hate stands. I feel like stands are like, just get a fucking life. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, have your opinions on things and whatever. But sometimes there's just right and wrong. And w- somebody posted a, a TikTok, like talking about this and being like, Nikki is insane because she is insane. They doxed her house. They... Like, doctor address, are texting their family members threats and stuff. Like, that's just... Get help. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, Nikki does not care about you. She's posted up in her nice mansion while you're on here doing this crazy business. Like, get a life, get help. I don't know. There, I feel like we're going to get into a point where there's studies done on this. Because I feel like there's not enough research done on Stan's. I would love to get into the mindset of Stan. Like what actually makes you do something like that like why do you feel like you have such a connection to this person that you would fight for them when they don't know who you are and you actually don't know this person at the end of the day i would love to know i I need to look this up i wonder if there's actually research done on this because it's such a bizarre concept and it's obviously not just barbs that do it's like taylor swift fans ariana fans like i'm sure beyonce's fans get crazy like that like every step like but there are some groups that are crazier than most for sure definitely because it's like the barbs is a collective why does she even have a fan base is my question when she's so deranged you know so i wonder what makes you what makes you do something like that i don't understand harry styles fan base i'd say they're crazy as well it's just bizarre you know what i don't know and it just doesn't make sense like no matter what meg like what no matter what nikki says at the end of the day she's married to a sex offender and she her brother is a sex fan and like no matter what she does like no comeback will ever like she can't come back from this and then she tried to come back again by talking about megan's mom who's dead 
mind you, her father just died. So why would you even do that? And then people started coming at her. Oh my God, guys. So, so Nikki's dad died in a car crash and Megan's mom died from natural causes. Somebody tweeted this. I was gagged the first time I heard this. This is genuinely crazy. Someone said, mind you, Megan's mother passed away from natural causes. Your dumbass daddy couldn't look both ways and got popped in the air and still hanging from the power lines like he in a game of hangman. And mind you, the same man that almost turned your family into a shish kebab. He used to be a crack addict and burnt the house down with his wife in it, Nicki Minaj's mother. So I'm like... Um, Nikki, I don't think you want to get into this because you're. This is a losing battle. There's no way she comes out of this on top. Like her legacy's just gone because she's. People are saying she's also on coke. Mm-mm. I don't know about that, but I would believe it. But crazy. Like my thing is like I. There's so many musicians that I love, but if they did something bad, I'm not gonna go die hard for them. I don't know these people. Like. Say in a week or something, Megan the Stallion, like, something comes out about her. I'm not going to be on here, like, but Megan this, Megan that, like, I don't know her. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just like her music. And that's okay. Sometimes it's okay to just like people's music. You don't need to go on the internet and act like an insane fucking person. Is Nikki is not the only person that was dissed. Drake got a hit, too. This is apparently about Drake. I did not know this. She said... These niggas hate on BBLs and be walking around with the same scars, okay? So I looked this up because everyone said it was about Drake. I remember back in the day, Dr. Miami, if you don't know who Dr. Miami is, he's this like TikTok cosmetic surgeon, okay? He does like boob jobs, BBLs, you know, lipo, all those things like for Kardashian. Like he knows all about the Kardashians and he's been sued so many times by Kris Jenner because he always makes TikToks about the fact that they've all had so much work done and they pretend that they haven't. But I remember he said something about, uh, what's his name, about Drake having a BBL and having lipo done. So, you know, walking around with the same scars is crazy. And I saw this tweet that said that Drake's stomach looks like shredded cheese. And I guess that's from the lipo. The thing is, I would never notice something like that. I had to really look at his abs and be like, they actually aren't even abs. Like, what are, what is that on? Like, what is, why does his stomach look like that? And I guess it's the lipo. Um, he said something else. <laughs> this one's good. She said, cosplay gangsters, fake ass accents, posted in another nigga hood with, like a bad bitch. Where are you from? If you don't know Drake okay drake is so funny i love drake do you know what i mean like i know he has done all these crazy things i mean he hasn't done anything crazy to be fair compared to a lot of rappers i don't think he's done anything crazy that i know of i just think he's so cringy and embarrassing and he's just so canadian do you know what i mean like he's so canadian trying to be like a gangster from la from the hood or something but he has this thing with accents that he just puts them on like especially a british accent like he's so obsessed with the uk like whenever he goes there he just has a uk accent there's this song that he did um behind bars i was i still actually let me listen to it it's actually very good but he has a british accent for the whole thing because behind bars is like this music thing where you do a freestyle in this place and like loads of uk rappers go and do theirs and there's just like a series of behind bars but 
he has one and oh like why does he have a british accent for the whole thing it's a good song and everybody hates it but i love it i think people hate it because like why do you have a fake accent he did a fake like arab accent one time like he's just very obsessed with and he's posted in a bad bitch section he it's like a photo of him wearing somebody else's hoodie like po posing real cute or something and it's like just so funny like he's just he's a bad bitch i feel like like he just gives like one of the girlies but he's trying to be a gangster and it's weird and i think he dissed megan i don't know what he said about megan something about her foot i'm assuming because that's what everybody digs at which is crazy because it's like at first everybody said she was lying but now everyone knows she's not lying but you're still taking shots at her when you could be taking shots at that little mm, i was gonna say something cruel about short people but like talk to that guy like go call him in jail and talk to him like why are you bringing up megan i don't understand but yeah he got what it was coming for him because i think he tries to take digs at people and then they come back and it's like at the end of the day you are just a guy from canada you're just a guy from toronto like you cannot hit back so yeah wow it's fun out here like i like when people get crazy on the internet like i i mean for nikki i do want her to be quiet like it is just getting a little bit embarrassing but i do like when people start getting a little crazy on the internet and like taking shots like get into the booth like i love diss tracks i love diss tracks back in the day you know team 10 or something they used to do diss tracks sidemen they used to do diss tracks like i love stuff like that like bring that back it's just too good but this actually this whole topic about controversial artists brings me to something i was gonna mention like do a while back or a while back it's been four episodes but i was gonna say before a section called is it problematic okay and this is actually like the first topic that i was gonna mention so it's very interesting that it's you know relevant now is it problematic to listen to the music of awful artists like i will like i think Nicki minaj is a terrible horrible like she's really one of the worst people they're calling her the queen of rape online because she calls herself the queen of rap they're calling her the queen of rape right now do you know how fucking insane that is but i'm still gonna like listen to yikes you know i'm still gonna listen to bees in the trap like her music is good i mean not her recent music she has everybody and like fuck this club up but uh, everything else is kind of a wash recently like pink friday 2 was a flop i know people are still streaming it but that's just because the barbs are insane but yeah she like is it you know problematic to listen to this? like kanye is the one artist that i think it's like whoa because he's very anti-semitic like very like much an awful person so it's like hard to separate art from the artist do you know what i mean but i was talking to this with a friend and they said um that there's so many people behind the scenes you know that it's like they put the hard work into this and just because this artist is an awful human being doesn't mean that we can discredit like the work that they put in which i do think is a good point but then i'm like but you're working with this person so what's that say about you but sometimes you just need a job a job is a job at the end of the day get that bag so i don't know it's just really it's a bit controversial and the thing is i hate chris brown like gun to my head i'm not listening to a song from him like i really 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 like he just gets on my last fucking nerve um because of the whole rihanna situation and everyone thinks it's just rihanna but he has like four restraining uh, orders against him because he's like abused like 
to all of his girlfriends but i just can't listen to his music but then if i listen to his music if i don't listen to his music because i think he's an awful person does that mean that you know i'm condoning anti-semitism because i still listen to kanye or you know Nicki minaj being a rape apologist like what's that say about me but i don't even think that's like i used to like have that mindset because obviously i really just did not fuck with chris brown but the more these artists come out and are just terrible people i'm like you really have to just separate the art from the artist but at the end of the day they're human like they're not gods they'll make mistakes and terrible mistakes mind you like they're just not good people but sometimes they're just amazing artists and you're just going to learn to separate it uh, some it's for some it's harder said than done like for chris brown i really i feel like because i have you know there's like a history of domestic violence in my family so i'm just like i really can't like that is just like my boiling point so maybe that's why it's harder for me to listen to him than it is for me to like cut other musicians off so i guess at the end of the day it really just depends on where you stand because like for me there's you know i will never watch a tv show with no snap again like when stranger things comes out i will i don't know stranger things it's taken too long to come out to be fair but I won't be watching it on Netflix. I'll probably like stream it illegally, pirate it or with some shit because I really can't stand that guy. Like he's a full on Zionist. He tried to do that bizarre apology just because they're filming, like they're refilming um, Stranger Things. So I guess they, I don't know if Netflix were like, can you apologize for being a raging genocide loving freak on the internet, please? Mind you, he could barely even apologize. He was like, he couldn't even say I have Palestinian friends. He's like, I've talked, I've have Palestinian, I've talked to Palestinian people or Pal people of Palestinian descent. Like he couldn't even say that he had Palestinian friends because he doesn't have Palestinian friends. And I know for a fact he has not talked to anyone from Palestine because why the hell would they want to talk to someone who says um, Zionism is sexy? Why would, why would they want that? When Zionism is the reason that 25,000 people are dead. 13,000 children so no I don't think I will be streaming no snap and like there's people that I like celebrities that I used to follow like the Kardashians I, I can't they just drive me crazy because anything for a check do you know what I mean like I just think people like that are so disgusting like have some morals stand up a little bit so I guess it depends where you stand on these kind of issues and like how strongly you feel about them you know but the thing is, I don't even, like, I don't keep up to date, I guess, anymore. I used to be really obsessed with being, like, what celebrity is pro-Palestine pro and what celebrity is staying silent on this issue and what celebrity. But I'm very much past that because celebrities are stupid a lot of the time. So it's like, actually, you know what, please don't speak, actually. But I just sometimes would like to know, like, where they stand on things, you know. But a lot of celebrities kind of low-key, a lot of them you can kind of tell where they stand, but... <sighs> I don't know it's just hard it's for me I think it's not even about what they think it's that they have such massive platforms like if Taylor Swift was to post something pro-Palestine like the levels like we'd be naive to act like that wouldn't do anything do you know what I mean like recently this AI porn photo went viral of Taylor Swift people making AI porn die like actually go to hell kill yourself so evil so disgusting what is your fucking problem why do something like that 
what men always men it's always men men are just not normal fucking people they're just not well there's something i, I wonder if it's gen- like why are men like this is it a gene is there something in their brain is there we need a, there needs to be something done about this because it can't be this whole nature versus nurture and society has just built men up to be this way because it's like sometimes no matter how a man is raised they will still be awful and treat women like shit so there has to be something going on there i've gone off topic but this ai porn photo of taylor swift went viral and she's taking like criminal action against it like i don't know if she's going to sue the person who made it or the person who shared it i don't know like on you can't even search taylor swift on twitter so you wouldn't be able to find the photos anymore um like it's completely black you can't look up taylor swift but she starts taking action on this and a day or two later the white house press secretary is now talking about the the dangers and effects of ai porn mind you people have been talking about this for months there was this actress jochi gomez and she's like 17 she's not 18 for sure yet or maybe she is but i'm pretty sure she's 17 or something and there's there was so much ai porn of her like a scary amount and she only found out about it recently but her mom had known about this for months and was trying to get these things taken down but there was no there's no legislation on it there's no way like to get these things taken down because it's like something gets taken down it'll just pop up somewhere else kind of thing there's just no laws on it and this has been happening for months people have been talking about this but the minute it happens to taylor swift and this is what i mean like when people use their platform change can happen because now the white house press secretary is talking about the dangers of ai porn and the dangers of ai and how you know it's just awful so i'm thinking if you have that type of influence why not use it and don't even try to act like taylor swift you know doesn't like using her power and her influence because there's a whole section in her miss americana documentary about her going on and on about like how she just cannot sit silent while there's things going on in the world that's my taking a country accent if you did not know but yeah so she does know like that her voice could be used but also each to their own you can't force somebody to do something at the end of the day you know like i wouldn't stop listening to her music because she didn't talk about palestine like i just think she's a fake feminist that's all i'm gonna say i will come back to that i do think but i do think she's a fake feminist but that's not gonna stop me from listening to her music you know like i i get i got hated on because people think i'm a fake fan you know who you are think i'm a fake fan because i call out the fact that she is a very wish-washy person and it makes sense that she's friend best friend with selena gomez that's all i'm gonna say on that it makes sense that they're best friends but i do love her music not a lot of it i think i'm more folklore evermore i don't know she has a thousand songs like she has so many i, I wouldn't even know where to dig in do you know what i mean taylor's version from the vaults song number that, that like there's too many there's so much going on but i am seeing her this year so maybe i should start actually listening to her properly Anyway, that was a long version of is it problematic god damn but yeah to conclude i don't know it's personal choice honestly because everybody's values and morals and what everybody thinks is too far is different and everybody like everybody's different like something that might trigger somebody else wouldn't trigger me so i guess it just depends on what are your triggers and 
what really offends you and what upsets you and kind of just go from there but I don't think we should be judging people for listening to said artists and that's coming from somebody that used to judge hard like if you played a Chris song Chris Brown song around me I I would be like visibly like upset and angry like don't do that um but yeah I'm very changed opinions can change I'm a very big believer in growth because if we're just like cancelling people for opinions and stuff like that like we'll never move on because these things change all the time so yes I'm a big believer in growth next topic is the barbie film now that we're talking about i was talking about feminism earlier so that's a nice slight segue not really a good one but whatever the barbie film got snubbed for the oscar quote marks if you're not watching the video snubbed in quotation marks um i don't think it did in any way shape or form because the people are saying that margot got got snubbed margot and greta got snubbed and i believe greta did get snubbed because how do you nominate Barbie in so many other categories but you don't nominate the director? That doesn't even make sense. And it's because they hate nominating more than one woman a year for direct for best director. It's like illegal to them or something. But Margot I don't think she got snubbed. I don't even think Ken should have been nominated. I don't think he like he was good enough in I mean he was good in Barbie, but is it Oscar worthy? I don't think so. Like I feel like I guess it's nice to see a fun, cute movie get nominated in an o- for Oscars because it's always so serious. But even then, I don't know if the acting was good enough for an Oscar. So I don't think either of them got snubbed. The thing is, everybody's saying it's because of feminism, but that doesn't even make sense because Margot getting snubbed in the women's category, like her other opposition were women. So that doesn't even make sense. Also, if people cared about feminism, they would see that this is like see the win that is there that lily gladstone got nominated she's the first native north american to get nominated for an oscar like that's crazy and they're in north america so how is this the first person like they've had a native american from south american south america but that was years and years and years ago so like this is huge this is a win america ferrera latina woman getting nominated like that's a big win and like this is so overshadowed by the fact that everybody thinks that barbie got snubbed like it's really not that fucking serious you have hillary clinton tweeting about it you know if you've got hillary clinton giving you sympathies you know you've done something wrong because hillary is a terrible fucking person so it just shows it's like and i don't know i think she's also like a zionist hillary so i'm like won't speak about palestine but barbie's where you draw the line really really that's where i think a lot of these people lack intersectionality because if you actually did care about feminism which i know a lot of these bitches don't because there's no way you're crying and boohooing about like margot not getting nominated when there's women in palestine using tents for pads do you know what i mean there's women who are in agonizing pain like imagine being on your period right now in gaza Do you know how awful that must be? Imagine being a pregnant woman. The amount of women having miscarriages. You know what? They're giving birth when they haven't even eaten in days. Like, their children are dying immediately after they're being born because they're so malnourished. But you care about Barbie? Seriously? And it's like, two things can coexist. Like, you know, it's not one or the other or whatever. But if you're not talking about 
either then you're kind of ignoring the fact that they do exist it doesn't make sense in any way for you to care so much about barbie and then not talk about palestine because that is a feminist issue so food for thought you know and i think it's just a lot of people lack intersectionality because like it's this this white feminism you know everybody's talking about the gender pay gap like everybody that's what like drives me crazy so when we're talking about feminism we're talking about the gender pay gap and i'm like there's a pay gap between women of color and white women so it's like what pay gap are we talking about are we talking about the pay gap that's between white women and white men or is it you know between men and women of color because if you were to use intersectionality as a base if you try to make things easier for the person that struggles the most in society you would instantly make it better for everybody in society if everybody was working towards like for example helping women of color succeed that would instantly help white women too but there's none of that there's no consideration for other people and how their different struggles or their experiences make a specific type of discrimination like for example because i'm black queer and a woman the type of discrimination that i will face in my lifetime is completely different to the experience of a white woman but we're talking about feminism as if we're on the same level when we're not you know what i mean so that's where i get annoyed at white feminism it's like taylor swift type of feminism like she's the peak of white feminism because that one time Ginny and georgia made a joke about you know they slut shamed her or something and she goes on a rant about like oh is this what we're doing to women now happy international women's day i guess like you don't care about women if that's the one thing that pissed you off that day or that's what you're choosing to talk about on International Women's Day. You think that's the peak of the discrimination that women face. Is that they get slut shamed. That does... Let's use our brains here, people. Let's expand our minds. Let's read a book. Okay? Like, of course slut shaming is bad. Of course. Men should be put down. I believe that. I do believe that. I also believe that for men it's... Um, guilty till proven innocent actually i think we should start going with that wow how much do i hate men wow god this has just been a rant today about how much i really hate men yeah whatever i lost my train of thought but if we're going to be talking about feminism like it has to be intersectional like there's no way that we can progress the society if we're only trying to make things better for the white woman we got to keep it pushing for everybody in society queer women trans women women of color women with disabilities you know like oh my god speaking about disabilities this is really off topic but i was with the girls and they were talking about going to zip it and i was like i don't like heights so i don't want to do that but they explained to me multiple times and i still for some reason didn't get it that i don't actually have to pay to go in there i just have to pay to like get a harness so i was like oh yeah i'll go and i was thinking oh my god can people on a wheelchair go and zip it and they're laughing at me like you know are you fucking stupid like how would that even work blah 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 blah. but it's like we're in 2024 surely they can come up with a way for people in wheelchairs to go on a on a zip line or something like that if it's different because there's like different activities that you need to actually walk for and like go on bars and climb and all that stuff but i'm thinking for like a zip line surely there's a way that's it's an accessible way to get someone who's on a wheelchair on there 
and they're like how would they get them up the stairs or like how would they get them up there like a fucking ramp like it's 2024 like surely we can be a little bit more accessible and something my very ableist friend was saying somebody cancel her i would i should name drop her i'm joking but um she was saying like nature is not accessible or like nature doesn't care about that kind of stuff but yeah obviously but that doesn't mean that we haven't built like before we had cars and we had houses and we had all of these things we had nothing we literally started from the bottom now we're here so i'm like surely we can include some access for people with disabilities in that like i know nature wasn't built for us so that's why we built it that we could thrive so why can't we do something for people with disabilities like they should be able to go to zip it i don't know i i mind you i have no idea i haven't even checked the website i'm maybe it is accessible this is me really ratting off here but just in general i feel like life is so inaccessible for people with disabilities i feel very bad about this now something that i had never really thought about before and i'm sure there's like you know people that are advocate to deal with this type of stuff but i really haven't got to read into this because i never really thought about it and it's also oh my god i was even thinking this is a good point that somebody mentioned to me a long time ago actually he's kind of an asshole but back in the day people didn't have glasses you like people don't think about the fact that if you can't see and you need to wear glasses you have a you have a disability that's a disability so the world is accessible for you now because somebody thought oh my god we should let these people see and now you get to see you can wear contacts you can like just because the world naturally isn't built to be accessible doesn't mean we shouldn't make it accessible like we should put in the effort we should be doing something i'm sure that i'm coming to this revelation now whereas somebody has definitely been has come to this revelation years and years ago and there's probably a million charities that deal with this thing but i think us like average joes who don't have disabilities or have disabilities but can you know kind of function in society easily we gotta start looking out for the people that that don't like they don't have it easy god i feel really bad now i gotta look into this well i have nothing more to say in that until i read more on it so change the subject <laughs> anyway to end actually i watched griselda the other day i don't know if anybody else has watched it it's with sofia vergara where she plays griselda blanco and she's this um, there's no spoilers in this by the way don't you don't have to worry about that but she plays this lady called griselda blanca who is blanco apologies who's like this kingpin queen pin if you will she's a, a woman a woman narco they call her in miami in the 70s and 80s and it kind of just follows her life and stuff and it's actually so good i really was not expecting it to be as good as it was but sofia vergara she ate that up and i only know her from like modern family which i've watched a, a thousand like so many times i finished it and then i started it again literally it's so good but i only know her as like a comedy girl so seeing her in that role i was like whoa this is intense and like the acting from everybody is superb the storyline is superb if you haven't watched it get on that asap but it did get me thinking like why do people join like organized crime groups like seriously like why join a gang why join the mafia i did actually do organized crime the politics of organized crime in my last semester shout out to olivia who actually wanted to do it and i got her slot 
Sorry. I mean, I didn't get specifically her slot, but she did say she wanted to do it, and I also wanted to do it. But I didn't know if I was going to do it because you have to participate a lot, but I didn't do that, and I, I still did fine, actually. But yeah, it's just like, obviously, some of the reasons are you have no choice, like some of the reasons to join a gang are like you feel like you have no choice because obviously, if you live in a poor country and a poor neighborhood and all you see around you is people dealing drugs and people involved in crime then that's kind of all you have to go for if nobody around you is trying to go to college no one around you is trying to get like a nine-to-five job then why would you? you you know you're a product of your environment but I just feel like these people that are trying to get to the top and then obviously life goes very wrong for them why do that you know like you're just greedy now like Pablo Escobar like why were you doing all that and you know what these people have such a like savior complex like these massive narcos and even the local ones who are selling drugs or whatever they think they're helping their community and like Pablo Escobar built community centers and he built houses and stuff like that but he was still such a massive source of fear so I don't know like I would love to get into the mind of like a kingpin like why would you do all of that you're just so greedy and I watched this movie for this module called Gamora it's like this Italian um, mafia movie about the Gamora mafia but it follows this little guy I can't, Toto I think his name or TT something like that and it's actually really sad because it's like for all of these massive like Pablo Escobar type people to get money it's like these working class people below working class people that have to get them that money who have to be on the streets dealing who have, who are the ones who are dying who are the ones you know getting caught in the crossfire it just makes me sad to think about i feel like we will never get over organized crime in our lifetime like there's i just feel like there's no cure whatsoever and like as much as you try it's just one of those things that will just never die down because there's just always an untapped market like for these things like gambling if you ban gam gambling then illegal gambling will arise like gambling is illegal i'm pretty sure but yeah like or drugs cocaine weed like weed especially it's like if you create a market for people to do to sell it then they will sell it because you've made it illegal and you yourself like the government aren't selling it or you know providing shops to sell it legally so then people go buy it legally and it will create all this like you don't know what you're selling because it's unregulated people are dying from like spiced weed or spiced coke and like fucking fentanyl and shit i mean don't start selling fentanyl you know what i mean like that's not what i'm telling the government to do but as long as there is something that's illegal there will always be somebody to fill that hole in society and make a bag from it so you can't really blame them but a lot of these people are not good people so I don't know where I was going with this, but Griselda, watch it on Netflix. It's really good. Um, it's nice to see a female queen pin. I like that. A female narco. Because when you watch movies and stuff, all the women are always like prostitutes or the boy, the girlfriend of the dealer, the big man himself, you know, kind of vibe. So it's nice to see a woman in charge. So yeah, you guys should watch it. No spoilers, but this, this, this guy in it that he's seeing Griselda and he's very much like she says jump and I say how high if I was to ever be with a man that would be the type of energy I need like don't speak just do as I say he exudes very sexy energy so 
y'all should tune into that. I'm not going to say who it is. You'll see in the show. It's like episode two or something that you find out who, but watch it. But yeah, that is it for episode four of Off the Rails. I did kind of go off the rails because I feel like I was, you know, jumping up and down, jumping from topic to topic because sometimes things just pop into my head and I got to go. I try to do like organize them at beforehand, like come up with the topics that I do want to talk about and sometimes I forget what I was going to even say when I like that topic did come up so it does go off the rails a little bit so that is why this name is just chef kiss shout out Clara for coming up with it so yeah that's episode four done and I will see you next week except actually I applied for the Belfield radio um if it, no one knows what that is that's the UCD radio station so if I do that it's going to be a lot different on here because I don't want to do two episodes a week because I'd like I think they send you a recording of the radio show so that I can post it as a podcast and so it's going to be very different because there won't be any video I don't think I can like take a video myself it wouldn't work so it's just gonna have to be voice which I'm sure most people just listen to the voice anyway but yeah it's gonna be completely different I get to play music and stuff I don't know if I'll do it though, that's the thing, because if they give me a time that is like in the evening or something, I'm not coming back on campus for that, that's just too much stress, but it would be handy because like they deal with all the recording and stuff and they just send it to me and then I can edit it quick and it's just, I'm assuming the process is a lot faster than when I have to set up and do it all myself, but yeah, it could be different and I'm excited because if I can play music then have fun, but the thing is you guys can just skip the songs if you don't want to listen to it on Spotify. Make sure I looked up like somebody from Belfield that has podcasts and they play music and you can skip it and just go by sections. But yeah, I'm scared about being live though because the amount of times I just stop talking on here because I completely forget what I was about to say and I just cut it out. So I don't know how that's gonna go. I'm gonna have to really think. I just have to be really tuned in and turned on. Sometimes my brain just gives up on me mid-sentence so hopefully that doesn't happen but I need to train myself to be able to talk like on the spot because I do eventually one day no I don't think I want to work in radio I do want like a tv show or something like something live would be fun or not even live but very like Jimmy Fallon in front of a live studio audience kind of thing like it doesn't come out live but it was filmed with people around kind of thing like that would be super fun I'd love a tv show so yeah i'll be back next week anyway because interviews are this coming week so yeah but the 5th of february that's when they start like back on air so that'll be kind of exciting but yeah i'll let you all know how it goes keep you updated and yeah that is officially the end of episode four bye guys